So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Rate and Entertainment Podcast, episode 278. For December 20th, 2020, my name is Nathan Rietenspruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. It's me. It's you. It's you. It's almost Christmas. Christmas. It it's how exciting that the anniversary of the birth of our Middle Eastern Lord and Savior, who was born in Christmas, uh, cold wintertime, uh, is, is nearly upon us. It is. Yep. It is nearly upon us. Uh, I've already gotten my gifts from my girlfriend, um, and I want to. I want to just say, <laughs> uh, I, it was awesome. She got me Army of Darkness on Laserdisc. <laughs> so that's that's pretty that's, cool. That's cool. At least she she knows you. Yeah. Well, and she also bought me. She's like, I don't know if you watch this show, um, so I unwrapped it. And it was a um, Dalek dice game from Doctor Who. Interesting. And she's like, I don't know if you like the show. And I'm like, exterminate. <laughs> she's like, oh, right. You're just a fucking dweeb. Uh, yeah, okay. she's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yes, yes. I uh, thought, thought those two were cool. She also bought, there were some other laser discs uh, included, um, like The Exorcist was included. Um, and uh -oh. another uh, another movie called The Prince of Darkness, and there, then there was another one I can't remember the name of, and I don't want to grab them right now. So, uh, yeah, she, she showed me four laser discs, and I gave her an Xbox 360 that I had laying around. <laughs> hey, I mean, at least you got your significant other something. I have no idea what to get mine, and she's buying me Ring Fit Adventure. So, oh, that is awesome. Like that's that's actually really cool. Um, I I hear yeah. that Ring Fit Adventure is really fun. It's funny, just the idea of like, here you go, you're fat. <laughs> it's like, yes, I am, and also like playing VR uh, for exercise is starting to sort of get repetitive for me. So yeah, well, and that's the thing, right? If you're doing, if you're doing a repetitive thing like running. Or swimming, like if that's all you do to uh, for your cardio, your body will adjust to it, and you'll burn fewer calories while doing that particular activity. So it's best to vary it up. Yep. Um, and then also, I mean, a, a big part of it is diet. Just watching oh, yeah. what you eat, and yeah, uh, like for I me, been making a lot of a lot of changes there too. Oh, that's good. Like for me. Uh, like, cause I, I lost 30 pounds or so just by watching my, what I was eating. I just lowered my calories and I didn't starve myself. They'd be like, oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's and I'm going to get one Big Mac. Yeah. And... Like th that's so as someone who's like twice the size of you, uh, like it's remarkable how like little food you actually need to eat to be satisfied yeah and like it, it just it's weird having this culture that we live in that is so very much built up around excess and and living in as much excess as possible and it's like i i don't know if it's because 
previous generations, particularly like our grandparents kind of generation, like grew up in such scarcity where it's like every time you have food, you can't let it, any of it go to waste. It, leftovers, what the hell are leftovers? Just, just eat everything. That was that was the problem with uh, me. Now I I've never been what I would consider fat. Um, I, I consider I I was a little chubby for a while, but now I'm back to being probably a little too skinny. Uh, but when I was a kid, my dad was like one of eight or ten children. Like he was the youngest one, so sometimes you know they they would make food for dinner, and he would not be able to get uh, a big enough plate for him. And so it was always like, finish what you played up because right. because we have a limited amount of food, so you have to eat what you put on your plate because we're not going to throw it away. And that was instilled in me in a, at a very young age that if I plated something or if I ordered something, I had to eat it all. So... Thankfully, my metabolism was good enough that I never got huge, but that was that's a big fear, and that's, I think, just something that a lot of people have ingrained in them, that they can't throw away food, they can't save it for later, it's just got to be eaten right now if it's in front of them. Uh, and yeah. then I, I, have, I have other friends who are like that too, and I think it's something that I've, I'm starting to get over, uh, but I still, you know, if I order food, I'm going to eat it all, even if it's past when I should. So you, so instead, instead of like kind of changing that about myself, I just order less food. I, so I just order what I know I'm going to be able to eat and not gain weight. And, yeah. um, that's, so like one Big Mac instead of two or, uh, actually taking off the bun off of a Big Mac that cuts off like 300 calories. Yeah, it's wild how much like or how much calorie dense food we have that's part of regular meals that like doesn't really serve a lot of purpose. Whenever I whenever I um stopped getting french fries when I went to fast food places. Like it's it's remarkable how bad french fries are when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah, I only I usually only eat a few French fries and then I throw the rest away because uh, I get bored of French fries. I, I I don't like they're good, but I get really bored of them after like four. I'm like, okay, well that's good. Let's go eat something else that has better value. Anyway, uh, where can we find you, Aroa? Well, you just go over to that good old Aroa dot website. Like always, it's got all the links. It's got. Uh... You know, a, a big old MP3 file that is a MIDI file, technically. You just, you know, it's a good old time. I don't know what else to do with that thing. But hey, all I needed was a site that was like Linktree without using Linktree. Well, now you need you need to post up all of your YouTube videos on there. Oh, just, oh, just like, uh, just upload the full YouTube videos and use them as a mirror i mean you could embed them oh just embed oh, okay i thought you yeah. meant like use it as a uh as and a i and mirror. and i want i want it to be exactly the same as it is right now where you just upload just embed <laughs> all the videos on a single page 
Yes. No formatting, just all the videos, just in a line. <laughs> um, you can find me, Nathan, Nathan Reeton's free time everywhere at Reeton, so Reeton on Twitter, uh, Reeton on YouTube, Reeton on Twitch. I really need to start making YouTube videos, but whatever. Uh, I know that feel, bro. Yeah, ReetonEntertainment.com, my website, and of course the podcast that you're listening to. Uh, if you found it on Twitter or something, you know what you can do. And actually, find it everywhere, uh, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Amazon Podcasts. And you can and subscribe. And Road.Website. And it's at a Road.Website. Or you can go to my website, readandentertainment.com. There's a playlist there as well under the Podcast tab. And yeah, then you can go and follow me in all those places. Just so you know, I've been playing uh, some games on Twitch Monday through Friday. 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time every single day. And we'll talk about the games that I played here in a bit. But Aroa, what games did you play this week? Well, uh, I did get a little bit of cyberpunk in. Um, I I think I'm in an outlier on, on the whole thing. It's kind of starting to lose me. Oh, um, yeah. And maybe it's just that, like, I it just feels like I'm playing through Grand Theft Auto story mode. You know? No, like, yeah, I, I think that I, uh, to be fair, the only story I've ever really played of Grand Theft Auto was GTA 3. So I'm a little, like, I, I don't really like Grand Theft Auto 3 very much. Um, no, that, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 3 is... A uh, very painful experience. Yeah, but, but uh, what like, what do you mean play, playing through the Grand Theft Auto storyline? Everything just feels very catered, very uh, like like I'm walking on a path to everything. Um, like it just it I was I don't know what I was expecting. Maybe it was like a, a more open world type feel. Um, were you thinking it would be it, more like Fallout? Yeah, maybe. I, th- I think I was thinking it was going to be like a like a cyberpunk Bethesda game, and it's not. It, it like it doesn't even feel like The Witcher Three. And, and I didn't play a ton of The Witcher Three just because I got uh, onto other games at the time. But like, what little I played of Witcher 3, like it felt like there was a lot going on in the world and like I could just walk around and like, here's this random event that's interesting and something's happening. And then I don't know what other people are talking about when they say that the world of cyberpunk feels alive because it feels more, it, almost ironically, it feels more like it's all synthetic. Like it just feels like window dressing that makes it look like there's a lot going on when in reality there's just a lot of moving colors and pictures to make it seem attractive and there's nothing really behind that veil. Yeah. Like, yeah, there are some random events, but they're usually just they're repetitive. They're just like uh, almost Ubisoft kind of repetitive events that just kind of show up. You know, uh, worked... Or it'll be a conversation or something and like nothing ever comes of that maybe it'll come up later and i'm just looking for more of an immediate payoff and and maybe that's my fault 
like i don't think it's a bad game by any means but i was i don't know i i guess i wasn't expecting every mission should just be like you get a message that puts a blip on your map and then yeah. you can go there to play that mission it, it feels almost like it, yeah it feels like i'm like i'm playing a a mission based game that just has a hub world that you can walk around in yeah you know see, like I, there, there I, are all these stores where i wish i could go in and like shop for clothes uh, and like i i wish that like gta 5 like I, w I wish i could go into a shop and like rob the store or something and then yeah. like get chased by the police like that'd be cool but there's none of that really well you and know what's up with the kids you know what's up with the police right in the game what do you mean so in in cyberpunk 2077 if you commit a crime like basically shoot somebody if you shoot somebody no matter where you're at cops will always spawn behind you they they just teleport in oh. and they don't drive what yeah cops don't drive so if you hop in a car and you drive away like just go like a mile down the road and like everything disappears. What? Yep. Yep. The the cops are are poorly programmed and the driving is not existent so they will not follow you while in a vehicle. It's uh it's it's interesting. Uh, this game was in development for 6 years? 7. Well, okay, the, to be fair, they didn't actually start actual actual development on the game until after The Witcher 3 was done. So, was that? Like five years ago? Five or six years ago? But, yeah, um... I mean, there, there, are, there are some things, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll talk about some things that I had uh, with the game as well. Did you play anything else? Uh... Nothing, um, I don't think anything noteworthy. Yeah, no, just, you know, playing the MMOs. Oh, good. That I do. Uh, I played some Man of Medan. Oh, yeah? Because it's on Game Pass. It is? Yeah. It's included oh. in Game Pass now. And I guess there's a uh, a multiplayer thing to it. I was just doing the single player, but there is a multiplayer uh yeah. experience that you can have with it. Um so yeah, if it's if it's anything like the sequel, you can play with multiple people local. Um yeah. or you can do two player online. Yeah, so they did um have you played Man of Medan at all? I haven't played Man of Medan, I only played the sequel. So I'm going to ruin some... I'm not going to ruin anything, but I'm going to spoil just a little bit of it. Um, I, I already know how it goes anyway. So. Uh, it's nothing nothing to do with like the the haunted story or any of the jump scares or anything. It, all, all it has to do with is the storyline between... There's a character named Alex, and there, there's his girlfriend, Julia. And at one point, he is desperately trying to like build up the courage to ask Julia to marry him. And you have three options. You have the option to be like, oh, no, it's okay. Just tell me what's what's on your mind. And then you have the other kind of bitchy option was like, hey, shoot it out. Like, what the fuck? And then the third option is say nothing. And so he is, he is like, 
stumbling over his words. And he's like, are, are you there? And I just said nothing for like three or four lines in a row. <laughs> and gave him the silent treatment. And like, I turned her into a massive bitch. So like every time she makes a statement now, it's just like super mean. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And my friend's like, you reap what you sow. Like, yeah, yeah, that was that was my fault. Now I want her to die because I have turned her into a bitch. Um But yeah, it's those game like I I I horror games don't really work for me because I don't have the personality uh to actually get affected by jump scares. Like every once in a blue moon I'll get caught and like jump a little bit, but it's nothing like you see on like YouTube videos where people like freak out or they overreact, right? Um, and so I, I I might not be the best person to be playing through a horror game by myself because like a jump scare will happen. I'll be like, oh yeah, I saw that one coming. Whatever, and let's go. Let's continue on with this game. Um, <laughs> but it's not bad, and I'll probably be playing that tomorrow night. Uh, I'll probably be trying to finish it tomorrow night because it can't be that long of a game. Probably a few hours long. I played it for about three, so I would assume I got maybe two hours left in it, but I don't know. Nobody's died yet. I haven't killed anyone yet. I'm impressed. Yeah. I also played some, uh, shockingly enough, some Cyberpunk 2077. And have you done the Delamine missions yet? The the the, the car missions, so. you no. you hunt. Uh, oh there's... yeah, yeah. I just unlocked those. Okay. Do you mind if I spoil a couple of them? Yeah, I don't care. Or, or one of them. One of them's Glados. Like literally. Yeah. One of them. That's kind of amazing. Yeah, one of them you're you're chasing down, and uh, it's you you talk to the rogue AI and they're and they'll be like. Hey, what do you want from me? Blah, blah, blah. And you'll talk to them. And like one of them's suicidal and go like, like so on and so forth. And it ends up that um, one of them is just GLaDOS, just the same voice actor. Oh, and by the way, I was wrong. Uh, it's not, it's not Bender who plays Jackie. It's the guy that they get when they can't get Joe DiMaggio. Okay. Or, that makes some sense. Yeah, it's because it's, it sounds very similar, but it's just it's the guy that they get when they can't afford Bender. I would have been very impressed if he was able to speak such convincingly fluent Spanish. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, I, I maybe, but yeah, no. Uh, so I was wrong, but it does sound an awful lot like him uh, at certain points. Yeah, I I definitely thought that that was him. Yeah, yeah, me too. And my friend thought it was too. And then uh, I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's not. It's just the guy that they get when they can't get him. So <laughs> um, there was another mission I wanted to talk about too. Oh, that's what I wanted to bring up last week. I found out uh, there's a glitch in the game, kind of. If you're running uphill and you angle it correctly on the curb, you can like shoot yourself up the hill. It makes yeah, it like I've doubles or triples a few your speed. Things, yeah, yeah, that are like that. Uh, there are guardrails next to some of the streets, 
and they're very short guardrails, but if you position yourself just right against them and then you run alongside them, uh, the game like makes you go into the falling animation and it gives you falling momentum, but forward. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so there's some, and then there was there one... be some cool speed runs of this yeah, game. There are. And I, um, I, I don't, I've been going a lot more towards the kind of being stealthy and taking people out, uh, that way, uh, because some of the missions, like the, I don't like it when games will give you missions that you just can't do. Like you'll, they'll be like, Oh, this one's like, you know, way too high of a level for you. So come back in 40 levels. They did that in the Witcher. They'll give you a mission at like the beginning of the game. That's level 33 and you're like level seven. So you try to do it and the werewolf just destroys you. Not only not only in that game is the werewolf more powerful than you, he also has regeneration. So there's no way you're going to be able to beat him at that level. Like if if you were good and you were able to dodge and like uh and and kill him at that level, that would make that would be okay. Kind of like with the Dark Souls thing, you can actually beat bosses when you're not supposed to if you're good enough at the game. Uh, but they just make it impossible because he has regeneration, so you literally just cannot do enough damage to actually kill the werewolf. And they do that in Cyberpunk, where you'll go up behind somebody and grab them, uh, but since they're higher level than you, they'll just push you away and then shoot you dead. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I don't like that. But I did find out that if you're sneaky enough, there are certain missions you can do, the thievery missions... You can actually do those while being significantly under level because you don't actually have to kill anyone. You can just walk right by them. So that's that's something that you can look forward to is just kind of sneaking around. You're not going to be able to go and blast the people, but you can just try to avoid being in their line of sight and you'll be good. And the AI is kind of dumb, so you're you're probably the AI good. is terrible. It really isn't very well made, uh, and we're going to talk about. Some more Cyberpunk 2077 stuff later uh, because, you know, everything's bad in the world today. <laughs> but hey, you know what? Uh, it's working okay on my computer, and that's all that matters, right? Like, I'm able to play it, and it works fine. It's just, it's, it's, it's fine on my computer, but it's not fine on other things, which we'll talk about later. And those are really the only two games I played this week were Man of a Dan and Cyberpunk 2077. So we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about some more Game Pass stuff. EA Game Pass. EA Game Pass. Uh, if you have Xbox Ultimate. EA Game Pass. EA Game Pass, yes. Uh, EA has to delay the Xbox Game Pass on PC integration until next year, apparently. This is according to Destructoid. Says we need more time. How? I mean, <laughs> like... It doesn't seem that complicated to me, but I also don't don't do engineering stuff, so maybe maybe I'm just stupid. So it says here, uh, in terms of share bulk, access to the whole EA Play library is a pretty good reason to subscribe to Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, that partnership was announced earlier this year. EA uh, was just hitching its wagon to Game Pass Ultimate, making all its subscription service offerings available to Ultimate subscribers. Do you have Ultimate? I think you do. No. No. No, you don't. No, uh, I, don't, I don't see any value in it for PC only. That's true. Uh, you know what? It's $10 a month now 
for PC only. Mm-hmm. And adding an additional five dollars to get all the EA games, I think that would yeah. be worth it. Once 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 uh EA play is on it, then I'll probably can make more of a consideration. But yeah. right now, like I don't really see the use. Yeah, it's already in- implemented on consoles, but PC is behind schedule for some reason. Today, the two sides needed to announce that uh, EA Play for PC won't be coming to Game Pass Ultimate until sometime in 2021. And there's no word on when it will be, except for we just need time. Uh, it says a lot of EA's best stuff is on EA Play, and that's certainly valuable for people who subscribe to Ultimate. Um, it has stuff like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which was a really good game. Uh, the Dead Space games were on it as well. So uh, are there any games that you look forward to uh, for the EA Game Pass? Like any ones that you think would be worth getting Game Pass for? Uh, I mean, I could play Burnout Paradise again, you know? If it works, uh, I, I remember buying it and it, it didn't work. Well, even the the remastered one? Even the remastered one. Oh, well, that I bought it for $5 and it was like, nope. Uh, oh, A Way Out is good. We played that together. Um, yeah. Battlefront 2, the Mass Effect games, not Mass Honestly, Effect and it's, Dramada. It's, I'm more into the non EA stuff that's on there. Uh, like Bre- Breath Edge is a, is a really cool indie game that I haven't been able to play because I just. You know, I don't want. I don't want to buy it and then never play it. But what hey, about what about Peggle? I own Peggle, and it's actually a really good game. Yeah, so yeah, it is. there there uh, are a lot I of own good Plants games. Plants vs Zombies as well, and that's the best game that EA's ever published. The best, the best one. The best one. I, I may disagree with you on that. Well, you're wrong. Oh, okay. But that's okay. I'm I'm wrong. Okay. Yep. Why am I wrong? Because you're wrong. It's the best game. But FTL is on Game Pass. EA didn't publish FTL. Uh, I don't know. They, they, these are just additional ones that are included with EA Play. So you get like um, the the Lego Star Wars games are on there. My Time uh, in Porsche. really good. I'm looking and seeing if there's any other... Any other uh, good Pyre ones? is on here. Pony Island is on here. Star um, Wars Racer. Episode oh, 1 yeah. Racer. Uh, Shenzhen IO. Um, Slay the Spire? Wow. They have so many Star Wars games on here. Uh, the Force hey, Unleashed you get, games. You can play Battlefront 2. Super Hot. Yeah. Super Hot's on there. I'm sure you've already played it, though. I'm not seeing anything really worthwhile. I mean, $5 yeah. a month worthwhile, but... And I'm sure more games are going to be released later on, just not right now. They're, they, But they do have, yeah. like, over 60 games that are included I'm with EA Play. Kind of quickly realizing that maybe I don't care about this after all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got some good games, like Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, but... Those are already... I already own those. Um, Same thing with FTL. It's a great game. Already own it. Titanfall, already own both of them. So there's a lot of games that are on here that I don't really care about. And it might not be worth that five five extra dollars a month. 
Rocket Arena. We could play Rocket Arena, which I think is what already the fuck free is to play. Rocket Arena. Oh, this is the um, it's Overwatch, this... but everyone uh, has rockets. An explosive three v three shooter where you're never out of the fight. Master your hero's unique rockets and abilities to blast your rivals off the map and rule the arena. I'm already just not interested based on that description. That's uh, what everyone thought because it wasn't a good idea. So let's move on, and we're going to talk about the next story. Uh, if yeah. you're looking forward to EA Play, uh, that'll be next year. I mean, you could you could always just get EA Play without buying the Game Pass Ultimate, but you could just wait until next year if you want to do that. Disney Plus may be making a new Firefly reboot, and it would be not very good because Firefly was great. But it's been 18 years, and I'm thinking they're not gonna they're not gonna bring everyone back. And this is from Overclock.net. Uh, it says, according to sources at Giant Freaking Robot, Disney plans to reboot Firefly, Fox's 2002 cult classic space western TV series. Disney gained the rights to Firefly following the merger with Fox in 2019. Fans of Firefly have petitioned Fox for a continuation of Firefly since the end of the show's initial run, but as time progressed, many of the show's stars have aged 18... Wait. But as time progressed, many of the show's stars have aged 18 years. Which ones haven't? (laughs) What? What? Because there's something fucky going on there. (laughs) Anyway, uh, and many of them are too old to reprise their roles within the series. Uh, Ron Glass, the actor who played Shepard Book in the series, passed away in 2016, making it impossible to continue the original series. I mean, just because he died doesn't mean it's impossible to continue the original series. Yeah, especially write since him out of the fucking story. It's he's, easy. he's already dead in the story. Oh, so what you're saying is the person who wrote this article didn't actually watch Firefly. Yeah, so Ron Glass in in Serenity, the the movie that was released after Firefly was made, which they didn't bring up in this, by the way. Um uh there's a scene where Ron Glass's character is killed. And so he's already dead. So unless they were doing a a sequel sla- a sequel to the show but a prequel to the movie they couldn't bring him back anyway so yeah that's that's a silly thing but anyway uh it seems like they're thinking about doing a reboot uh that would be more along the PG audience than the original incarnation which was more like a teenage slash adult uh centric show uh sounds one of the, like shit one yeah one of the actors well one of the characters in the show was a uh quote companion uh which is a a, a high-end escort she was a high-end escort and um my favorite one of my favorite scenes in the show uh jane's a guy there's a there's a guy named jane in the in the show and he finds out that the companion also services women 
And so he sees Inara like meet up with the woman. It's like, oh, I'll take you to my bedroom. And Jane just looks around. He's like, I'm going to my bunk. And I think that's hilarious. So uh, I think they'll, but they'll be writing out stuff like that if they're trying for more of a PG audience. Because Definitely. like they're, they're going to get rid of Inara. Um, they shouldn't do it. They, they, they should either make a sequel, uh, like a follow-up, uh, but they should not do a reboot. Like if they do, try to do a reboot with the same characters, but played by different actors, it's just not going to be good. It, it never works. So let's not do that. I think that while Firefly is a good show, you've never seen it, right? Nope. While I think it's a great show and the movie Serenity was amazing, unless you were able to get the original actors to come back, just just don't do it. It's a bad idea. I mean, there there's a lot of actors that I think could reprise their roles. Nathan Fillion still looks pretty good for his age. Um, Alan Tudyk, I think, is pretty good for his age but again i they just might be too old to to portray those characters and you're not going to be able to do a reboot with with different actors anyway uh bad idea bad idea uh and there's another bad idea pornhub just purged all unverified content from the platform i <sighs> i get it yeah. i you're the one who brought this up, so I'll let you talk about it more. But I, I'm pretty sure it has to do with uh, not wanting to get sued, right? Um, so it's partially that. Uh, the main thing is Visa and MasterCard decided that they don't want to have anything to do with Pornhub. And that kind of kills a lot of their income, obviously. Um, so... Pornhub, in response to this, along with ongoing concerns of human trafficking and child pornography on the platform, uh, they've they've eliminated, uh, I want to say, eleven million videos off the pla- off of the platform. That's a lot um, of porn. Yeah. So, I don't have a problem with this idea on the surface because yeah there were a large number of of questionable videos uh yeah on the on there um along with them operating a cam site that probably had something to do with some human trafficking stuff that happens on every cam site but yeah they're they're putting this out there as they're cleaning up their act um, they only want verified people putting content on there because then they know for certain that everything is clear. Um, but man, uh, my big problem with this is that they didn't warn anyone. Uh, it was it was in response. Like the big breaking point was probably this. Uh, I think it was a New York Times article, maybe. Uh, this talks about motherboard, but motherboard is a vice company, so that's why they keep referring to it. But I believe yeah. the New York Times, yes, it, yeah. on Monday, following a piece in the New York Times opinion section that followed the lives of child sex abuse victims whose videos were uploaded to the platform, 
MasterCard and Visa began an investigation in unlawful material on Pornhub. So then Tuesday, they banned all unverified users from uploading or downloading content and said it would expand its moderation efforts, which I don't think that's right. You can definitely still download content without being a verified user because I've been archiving as many videos as I can. Um, So this affects a lot uh, of content out there because it's not just Pornhub. It's everything in the, quote, MindGeek network, which I'm sure that nobody knows what the fuck MindGeek is. It's the company that owns Pornhub, RedTube, Uporn, Xtube, Spankwire, uh, a lot of other sites, and also browsers. Uh, so, <sighs> we're... Uh, it, it, like... I'm really excited for uh, a Roa.porn site. So... Um... Well, here's the thing. Here's what I've been doing in response to this. I've been going through all of my favorites, um, and I have been trying to find mirrors of the stuff that has been taken down on other sites such as Xvideos and uh, Xhamster. And I've been downloading them to my local archive. uh, Because... I like how you call it that. Like... My local archive, my my porn folder. I've been putting them on my porn folder. Well, I say local archive because it's my fucking it's my NAS. Uh, yeah, where I I have hundreds of gigabytes of various things, um, not just porn. You're gonna need uh, more but, for those 11 million videos that got taken down. Well, you know, not saving all 11 million of them, but hey, I'm supposed to get another eight terabytes next week. So, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I, I'm i trying to get as much of this as possible because, like, uh, yeah, I don't want the fucking, I don't want the fucking revenge porn and the fucking child porn and, like. Yeah, I obviously, don't, I, we I, don't I, want, we don't want anything illegal um, no. or, or Im- I, I would say immoral um, yeah. for, for either one of those. Um, so you always want consenting adults. That's what you want in in your in your adult entertainments. And so, but the, the, yeah, the biggest bullshit part of this, and and what has been hit most most hard, are animators. Um, so there are very very few animators on Pornhub still because most of them were unverified. Uh, because how do you, how do you provide proof that your subjects are, you know, willing whenever they're not real? Uh, I don't really know the details on how the verification process works, but I imagine that there's something that makes it very difficult for animators to be verified or else there would be more of them. And like there's a good amount of stuff that I have lost access to because of this. Now I'm I'm finally going through and like I said finding reuploads of it. But the the reason that this worries me is and really it should have the whole time is this is indicative of what can happen really at any time whenever you rely on a third party platform for anything. Yeah, uh, I mean, when you have Visa I, and Mastercard, that won't take your your payments. It yeah, 
it hurts things because that's where a lot of that money's made. And if Visa and MasterCard are like, nope, sorry, we're not going to authorize payment on your site, it, uh, it destroys that website. Like, they could just literally destroy your site in minutes if they decide not and, to take that. And that's, like, like I, I was I was meaning, like, Pornhub itself. Yeah. Like, this, this, this shows, like, if you rely on Pornhub to, for, to be there, you know, the same way that we rely on Twitch and YouTube to just be there. Or Mixer. Like, oh. Or Mixer. Like, Mixer, it, like, this is another thing that's just like Mixer, except... The difference with Mixer was they warned people. This came out of nowhere. And that is what infuriates me more than anything. They didn't give much warning on Mixer, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, they they didn't. But at least they gave you a chance to to be like, hey, guys, this is where I'm going. Um, And and like they gave you a chance if you had. Did they have VODs? I thought they, they did. had VODs. They did. They did. If they, if you had VODs on there, they gave you a chance to pull them down. You know, um, even Twitch with its recent thing gave you a chance to pull your VODs before telling you to delete all of them. Um, but in this case, they just went, nope, all of them gone. Like, imagine if, like, on YouTube, uh, they went... All videos that don't get more than 500 views in seven days is automatically unlisted from the platform. Like, that'd be awful. Because there are a lot of videos that either don't get anything for a long time and then will suddenly blow up, or a lot of videos that will never get any views. But that doesn't make them any less special, and it doesn't make them any less worth watching. Like, that... And the, the idea of losing that content forever is what disgusts me and what, what terrifies me. And that's what's happening here. There are a lot of videos on this platform that were only uploaded to Pornhub and will only ever be uploaded to Pornhub. They may never be uploaded anywhere ever again because maybe the person who created them has given up on trying to do pornography. Or maybe it was like a... a really obscure video from the LimeWire days they uploaded to Pornhub just for archival purposes or whatever, not realizing that it was going to disappear someday. I'm like, really, who knows? I, I'm really, I'm going to just go off on a tangent for just a moment. Uh, I remember when the Fallout 4 trailer came out and I couldn't watch it because I was at work and it was uploaded on Pornhub. Yeah. And I was really mad because I was like, I just want to watch this, but I don't want my boss to see me going to Pornhub to watch Fallout trailer. So there, like, there was also the fact that a lot of adult uh, video games were getting Let's Plays uploaded to Pornhub. Oh, from un from unverified accounts. That makes sense. And now sense. where where are they supposed to go? You know. Well, I mean, like, they could. Yeah, uh, they can go. They could try to verify their account. Um, yeah. Because it's it, they haven't fully taken them down, right? They're kind, of, they're they're not being, they're not know. able to be played. But once you verify your account, it sounds like they might post that video, like they might let you use that video again, like they might unhide it. Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know if they're unlisting them or if they're completely removing them from the platform. Um, but 
like I still feel like if if verification was so easy, there would be way more accounts that have it. Yeah. And especially the animator accounts. Like there's just so so much wrong with the way that they handled this and I get why they did it because they have a lot of people to protect. And that's like that's why I'm not shitting on Pornhub directly. Like I'm not saying that fuck Pornhub for doing this because really it was probably the most responsible thing they could do because the unverified accounts weren't making money. So obviously this wasn't like their, their livelihood being threatened, but the people who do have verified accounts, the people who upload every week, every day, those are the ones who are actually threatened by the, the changes that, that MasterCard and Visa made. So they had to try to protect them as best they could. And I get that, but God damn. Like, there's so much that, that could just be gone now. Yeah. There's so many stepbrother, what are you doing? Videos that are just, they're just lost to time. <laughs> oh, just go all the way if you're going to make that type of video. Just why stepbrother at that point? Anyway, um, <laughs> let's move on. So, you know, people might actually want to listen to this podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about. Like porn, huh? I, I'm sure they like, do. I'm sure they do. So you as officials, you know, like uh, women with big cocks. I I do not. Uh, it's not my. You're into what you're into. I don't care. It's just not my thing. Um, U.S. officials. Oh, that's. A, I'm going back to cyberpunk. Um, have you got to the point where uh, you get an escort? No. Okay. Uh, you know how last week we were talking with uh our our friend cyberpunk monk. And he said he instantly said he used a safe word, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. I went through the whole thing, no banging. Well, I'm mad. Yeah, I was a little mad too because I was like, "All right, let's do this." And really weird. And I'll tell you after the podcast because something was really weird about that. Um, that I don't want to bring up on the podcast, but there was no sex. And um, I chose, so I'm a male and they give you two options. They give you a male and a female option to go with. And I accidentally chose the male option and I was like, whatever, I'm riding this one out. Um, You're riding this one out. (laughs) Yeah. No sex, nothing. We like, you end up, you just talk to him or her, I assume. Uh, you just talk to them and then like you lay in bed and you're like cuddle for a second and then you say your safe word and that's whether it. you want to or not whether you want to or not what a bunch of ass yep yep it was uh it was very disappointing uh which is actually reviews i've gotten has been very disappointing what a bunch of ass um <laughs> Anyway, U.S. officials scrambled to deal with suspected Russian hack of government agencies. What's this all about? Oh, boy. Um, so, SolarWinds. SolarWinds is a very, very prominent company in the United States and the rest of the world. Uh, have you heard of SolarWinds? I, uh, briefly, but I'm not sure I know much about it. Interesting. Um, so, uh, multiple companies that I've worked for use SolarWinds in their network monitoring 
solution. Uh, their like flagship product is Orion uh, network monitoring. Uh, you can install uh, SolarWinds Orion hardware, and it will keep track of bandwidth usage. Um, it will look for SNMP stuff, uh, so you can keep track of like whether or not servers are up and the the status of various metrics on those servers. You can use it for managing uh, servers and endpoints. Like it is a a fairly comprehensive and remarkably powerful uh, tool. So obviously, as part of being able to do all that, that means it's got a lot of a lot of fingers in a lot of places within any given network. Um, and whenever you have something like that, it's kind of got to be real secure. And well, it was very, very secure, and we have no problems. Well, yeah, that was the case um, until it turned out that somebody somewhere along the line managed to uh, breach the, uh, like, the uh, what what supply line okay uh in, in for solar winds uh like literally intercepted hardware and able to install like backdoor stuff into the orion monitoring hardware and basically means that they're able to exploit anyone running solar winds uh on on their premises uh, and this is this had to have been going on for years. It's not really something that just kind of comes up, yeah. uh, and that's horrifying because we don't know how long uh, this has been the case. We don't know how much has been exfiltrated, how much has been exploited as a result. Um, this only came out because whoever this was, possibly Russia. Uh, has started to play their hand. Right. Um, so this uh, this started with uh, FireEye getting hacked a few days earlier. FireEye is another prominent security company. I've only heard of them at my current job, but um, as their name implies, they're mainly like firewall type stuff. They're their network security monitoring. Um, their Red Team software, which in uh, Network security. Uh, whenever you're whenever you're developing security software, you'll do internal uh, penetration testing to basically test how well your software works by having uh, activities known as uh, red and blue team uh, activities, where the red team acts as hackers that try to breach the blue team's defenses. Uh, and somebody hacked them and stole the red team tools meaning that they had everything that they needed to be able to exploit FireEye in the wild. I see. Which is also really fucking terrifying. Um, so that combined with uh, SolarWinds uh, discovering as a part of them investigating whether or not there was, there was something going on with the FireEye tools being used in the wild, ended up discovering that uh, solar winds had been exploited at some point. Uh, we don't know 
for sure that it's Russia. We don't really know who it is. We know that it has to be a nation state. Like it, ha it has to be state sponsored. There, there are way too many resources at play. Um, yeah, it's terrifying because literally any company using solar winds uh, was at risk, is still at risk. Most companies that I'm aware of have uh, disabled solar winds on their network. Yeah, but that doesn't. But... I mean, they're gonna have like, if it's been going on for a couple, three, four, five yeah, years, it... like they yeah, have there, the information. A... It doesn't matter. There's a definite possibility that there are other infected machines that, that have been exploited through other means. Uh, like, there's just no way to know. This is <laughs> kind of in the in the line with the cyberpunk type uh, conversation. Like, this is kind of a worst case like scenario. This is the th this is somebody hacking the entire planet uh, in a way. Um, Hack yeah, the planet. Like, we don't know for sure how far this is going to go. Uh, SolarWinds has rolled out patches to help with or help address the issue. Um, Microsoft is assisting uh, by updating their anti-spyware software to detect the SolarWinds vulnerability. But, like, we just, we don't know. We don't know how far this is going to go. And we don't know who it is or what they want. So it's just really scary. And uh, yet another reminder of putting all your eggs in one basket is generally a bad idea. Uh, having these massive corps like FireEye and SolarWinds that have all of this proprietary tech that nobody can see into the black box means that shit like this happens and no one knows what's going on until it's too late. Yep. Because you have to rely on solar winds or fire eye to keep their own shit safe and to monitor their own shit, and stuff will fall through the cracks inevitably. Like I'm not saying that open source software is perfect in this regard, because there have been multiple reports on how open source software can also invite people to put in backdoors in pull requests, and like yeah, that can happen, but it's a lot less likely in my mind than having somebody who is rogue inside of a company or a company that's just not paying enough attention. Well, and like, if it's open source, you can everyone can view it and see, hey. Exactly. There, there's, like, so, there's some weird code here where it says, give Nathan all access to everything. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's, that's why I, I am such a big supporter of open source. Because I have a, a very strong suspicion that this probably wouldn't have happened if SolarWinds was an open source platform. Uh, or it would have been less likely to happen. It still could have happened, but... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it could have. Who but I, I see it as much less likely. Yeah. Uh, well, that sucks. I mean, we're not affected, but other people uh, are. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we, we don't might know be. if we're affected or not because the, the government is part of the victims, and yeah, who knows true. what the hell they got out of the government? Everything they they got all the access to the NSA records from the Patriot Act. So uh, let's move on, and we're going to talk Hopefully about Facebook has all that information too already. So hey, whatever. yeah, we're they have more information from me now. So delisted game. There's a there's a game called Devotion. 
it's a horror game. I guess it was up on Steam, but it got it got pulled from Steam for being bad, right? No. Okay, why did it get pulled from Steam? Because uh, in some of the art used in the game, like some there was a, like a wall of graffiti. There was a tiny picture of the who? What's the leader of China? What's he called? Is it the Prime Minister? Uh. Any I, idea? I, uh, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, yeah. So there's a picture of uh, King China uh, as Winnie the Pooh in the graffiti. Okay, cool, cool. And uh, so uh, they, it, Red Candle Games was forced to go into hiding more or less because they're based in like Taiwan. Uh, president, Chinese president, yeah. Xi Jinping. Ch- Xi Jinping, I don't know. Um, yeah, so that was pretty disappointing too because it was a really cool horror game. Like it's really top quality. Uh, hey, yeah. Are you I, wanting I, me I to heard. explain what happened here, though? Yes, that would be great. Okay, I was. I didn't, you were you were talking about it. Anyway, uh, yeah. So what happened here in this IGN article? Um, Gog was supposed to release it on their platform. Right. Uh. Then GOG all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, even to the developers, announced, after receiving many messages from gamers, we have decided not to list the game in our store. And no one knows what the fuck GOG is talking about. After very ma- um, after a bunch of death threats from Chinese government. <laughs> like, that's how this reads, and that's almost absolutely what is going on. Um. Like, what, 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 what else could this be? No one yeah. gives a shit about what China wants. No one cares about the fucking making fun of Mr. Winnie the Pooh president. No. Like. Well, except for if you're in China. Yeah. But. Like, what? what I kind of What else am I, are we supposed it? to think? I, I mean, I kind of. I, I know get what it. it is. It's about it's about money. It's about the fact that GOG probably sells games in China and they want to make money in China still, and Devotion still has a has a bad reputation. Well, yeah, I'm hopeful and... that this will go up on something like itch.io because at least then somebody can buy it. Well, somebody yeah. needs to be able to buy it. So I think I think game, that's that's probably exactly what happened is. They probably found out, and maybe it was from gamers. Maybe there were people that messaged them and were like, hey, if you sell this, it's likely that China will just ban GOG from selling on in China, and then you're screwed, and you're not going to be able to make money in China. And they were like, oh, no, and that's why they pulled it. That's probably what happened, It's that they yeah. found out for some reason – whether it was from gamers, but probably from China, where they're like, hey, don't do this or we're not going to let you sell games in China. And they're like, oh, no, there's a billion people there. And we want to sell video games to all of them. And now they're now they're not they're not in China. So that's probably what happened. And it's unfortunate, but I, I, I don't know Would I would do the same thing if I was in Gog's place probably like i there's i would probably say okay well we like money 
and we're going to make sure that we're going to make as much money as possible. So I'll probably not post this game, even if it's going to make some gamers mad. The one there, there's a the the few people that are actually legitimately mad and may boycott uh, GOG.com uh, do not outweigh the billion potential customers in China. Although I I know it's not a you know there's not going to be a billion people buying video games on GOG in China, but there's going to be a lot more people than the few that are mad that the game got pulled. Hopefully it does come to something like Itch, Itchio, because I think that would be really good. Um, have you played Devotion at all? I watched a Let's Play of it because I'm usually not somebody who likes to play horror games. Yeah. I'm the opposite of you. I'm a big pussy-ass bitch. So. Oh, I see. So we should play Man of Medan together. Those aren't horror games. Nah, I mean, they have jump scares, but they're not really horror games. Uh, I will many... admit that that I yelped uh, on a couple of occasions while playing uh, Little Hope. So is that the follow I up? I can't. Yeah, I guess I can't. Uh, can't yeah. totally act like I'm Mr. Cool Guy. And our last, our last story is uh, just so you know that that site that we were on. I accidentally clicked on something, and so there's like a few seconds of the opening of a video. <laughs> That I have to edit out, so that's fun. Hey, gamers! No, it's just it's just really annoying music for like three seconds. Hey, um, gamers! And now I have to edit that out. Um, <laughs> so Sony is uh, we're we're swinging back to to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Just apparently, can't stop talking about Cyberpunk. Apparently, it does not run very well on last generation consoles. As in the PlayStation 4 and, and the, the, Xbox One. the Xbox One. So they have decided, Sony has decided to pull the PlayStation 4 version of Cyberpunk 2077 and is currently offering refunds. And so I have I, an update on this story. It's also yeah. been pulled from the Xbox One. <laughs> oh, has it been? Yes. Oh, good. So you can't get it like... I. I, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have went to try to release it on the Xbox One and PS4, but I get it. Like, the Series X and the PS5 don't have a market share right now. And with the PlayStation 4, you can't make a game that only runs on the PlayStation 4 Pro. It has to support the PS4. And I believe it's the same way with the Xbox One is it has to run on the Xbox One, the One S, and the the Xbox One X. And so you can't just aim for the higher-level systems. You have to run it on all the base consoles, too. So I get why they did that, but maybe they should have... Maybe they should have delayed it. Maybe they should have made the game run at, like, 720p and just upscale it, you know? I, you know, what they should have done is they should have released it on PC and the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 and delayed it on the PS4 and the Xbox One. But Nathan, 
they needed to make the Christmas money. I know. I know they did. Because there are a lot of people who, in spite of all this, are still not going to get a refund for the game. They're not even going to know that this was a thing. They're still going to be trying to play or have given up on playing their shitty copy of Cyberpunk. Honestly, that's all that CD Projekt Red's really worried about. Yeah, yeah, it's all about money. And like, I still like CD Projekt Red as a company, but this... I don't know, man. This is bad. I and I like the game. I I you know, I've been playing the game and I'm having fun. Uh, you know, unlike you where you're getting kind of bored of it, I I'm still really liking it. I dig the aesthetic. Um, but I get if you, if I bought this on the PS4, I would be pissed right now because yeah. it is not running very well on the PS4. And it's not running very well on the Xbox one i think it does it run better on the xbox one i have no idea i don't know either i know it runs bad like i but am i am i weird in saying that i knew that it was gonna run like crap like everyone did everyone knew that it wasn't gonna be anywhere near as good as it would run on pc and on the the ps5 and xbox series x god uh they are so fucking terrible at naming things (laughs) for real but uh like everyone knew that that was going to be the case, but I don't think anybody expected that it would be like this. Like I, I yeah. think everyone thought it would be like you know when GTA Five released on the Xbox 360 and PS3. You know, like it was it was janky, it was rough, but it worked. Like so, you know what you know what I I just came up with a better name than the Xbox Series X. You know what it is? The Xbox 2020. Yeah. Better. It's a better name. Just fucking use the release year. And then when you yeah. come out with a new one, when you come out with the upgraded one, just do the Xbox 2022. Boom. Done. Not fucking fuck you with your stupid naming. Anyway, sorry. And, and like <laughs> like if you if you do another another mid-grade release, do the Xbox 2020 plus. Yeah. That's or, not like isn't like, that kind of what they do with phones? Yeah, it's literally what what uh, Apple does. Like they just they just do. It's the iPhone 12 S. Like, yeah, that's all you gotta do. Uh, anyway, go on. Rant uh, about Cyberpunk. Like I knew uh, it was gonna I, run. I knew, like, whenever this happens, you either get like a it's either severely compromised where it has shitty frame rates, shitty resolution, textures are bad. Or you get kind of a nerfed game. They did it when the Xbox One and PS4 came out with uh, Shadow of Mordor. the The Nemesis system was not really integrated like at all in the Xbox 360 and PS3 because yeah. they couldn't do it. It had 300 megs of RAM to work with. Like... Yeah, exactly, and so. Like, if you know anything about video games and trying to release things between generations, it's just not going to work. And yeah. Destiny had the same problem. Like, but you know what? It worked on 360 and PS3. You know, like, this is this is not as bad as the... I think it was 2018 or 2019. I think it was 2018. Uh, WWE... 
released a game for their 2K series on the Nintendo Switch. And it was bad. I think I remember that. Yeah. It it was really bad. This is at least Cyberpunk is somewhat playable. Um if you well, had at least they didn't try to release it on Switch. That would have been hilarious. But no, they, they did not try to release it on Switch. It barely runs on my PC, man. Um <laughs> But yeah, like I don't know. I knew that this was going to happen. I knew that the PS4 and the Xbox One versions were going to be crap. I do kind of wish they would have done what you said, like limit the frame rate to 30 frames a second, put it down to 720p. Honestly, put it down to 720p with a variable frame rate down to like 540. Uh, I'm sorry, variable resolution down to like 540. Yeah, people would get pissed off that it didn't look good, but make it run into consistent 30 frames a second, even if the resolution dips, I think people would have been okay with it. But from what I understand, there were a lot of graphical glitches, which it's an open world game. That's going to happen. There were a lot of frame rate issues. Like the game was borderline unplayable in a lot of situations. Yeah, yeah, and like, I don't know. I, I think that when, CD when Project game, Red's, hmm? when the game has a setting that that for having a hard drive instead of an SSD, that's probably not a great sign for how well optimized it's going to be for the older consoles. That have a freaking hard drive instead of an SSD. Yeah, a fifty-four hundred RPM hard drive. You know, you can replace those uh, with the SSHDs, and they work really, really well. And you can get get a two terabyte for pretty cheap. You can on PS4. On Xbox One, it's a little more complicated. You you can can still do it. The approved way is to to use a USB 3.0 external hard drive, which I don't know about that, but I guess it wouldn't be much worse than having an internal 5400 RPM hard drive, so... Uh, it can't be worse. It literally cannot be worse than doing that. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I, Jesus. Even the fucking, like, the original Xbox, I think they had... I think they had 5400 RPM, but I, I think that some of them had 7200 RPM IDE drives in them, in the original Xbox. Well, you know, and but that was a different deal entirely because, like the the Xbox 360 had a had a 5400 RPM hard drive, but like when those consoles came out, it was weird. But, well, when the Xbox the original Xbox came out, like you couldn't play games off of the hard drive, right? Uh, and the 360, like that was a brand new idea, like play games off of the hard drive. Whoa! Well, no, they, they like, didn't even allow you to do that for a long time. There was an update. Uh, after well, a couple like years, arcade games. right? Arcade games, but then after a couple years, they let you install the games. You still have to have the yeah. disc uh, in the drive, but you could install yeah. games onto the hard drive. And it's like the like the Windows ninety five days. And it took the um, Lost Odyssey, which is a an RPG made for the Xbox three sixty. One of the like four that were made by the for the Xbox three sixty. 
and good game. It, it was a good game, and it cut down the load times in half. Well, and when you installed on uh, the hard drive. Speaking of intergenerational games, GTA Five actually required you to install it to the hard drive. You had to. You had two discs. One went. Uh, one one was just an install disc, and then the yeah. other disc you had to have in the console, not only just to obviously act as DRM, but also it would read off of both the hard drive and the disc at the same time. To and uh, and it ran like factor. dog shit. I know that was that too, but you know. Shockingly enough, like this has happened over and over and over again. Like, it's this isn't shocking. The only people who's shocking are the people who downloaded it on the PS4 and were like, "Oh my god, it runs like shit." Of course, it runs like shit. You're playing on the PS4. Like, I'm sorry, it's <laughs> it's not gonna run but great. Like, it's a new one, title. One should expect, though, at least a basic level of quality with a with a game if it's being released on that console. Because, like, when it's a PC game, totally different landscape. You never know what's going to happen because you're in control of that hardware. Yeah. One of the major benefits, one of the main things that people cite whenever it comes to preferring console games is that you know when you put a game in that drive that it's going to spin up and it's going to play and that's that. It's going to run. And this is a betrayal of that. So I, I understand the outrage and they I understand like why they're giving refunds because they damn well should be. They should. Like, I they can't should blame anybody for especially normie gamers who just play on PS4. Like I, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with expecting a game to fucking work on the console that you bought it for. It does say that they're temporarily uh, suspending distral, digital distribution, uh, and they they're, did. Yeah, they're they're doing it until CD Projekt Red gets their shit together and figures out how to make it run on the older hardware. Which and realistically, uh, they'll they'll figure it out. I assume. Yeah, with it patches. should be able to at least run on that hardware. Yeah, I'm. They just need thirty frames a second. And I, I think variable resolution to keep it at 30 frames a second is probably fair to ask for, right? The the only part that I think is going to be hard is probably optimizing loading. Like, the game is ostensibly made for the SSD generation. And that's probably where it's running into the most trouble, is that these older consoles have hard drives and there aren't enough loading screens. To, to stream all of that shit. Like yeah. You're probably going to have to reduce texture quality down to like the bare minimum and turn on Te as much texture LOD quality as possible. Texture quality. They don't have that. <laughs> Wait, they, they don't? Uh, have you seen some of the gameplay footage? Oh, I like, see what you're saying. <laughs> the, the textures, just in, in case anybody's listening that doesn't know, on the Xbox One and particularly the PS4 versions of the game, like, just textures won't load in sometimes, so you just get like uh, the low detail models, and it's really, really bad and hilarious, and I love it. Um, but they... have you seen anyone T pose in first person? No, I have not. <laughs> I do remember. I've have, I have seen that. <laughs> so it, I was playing through Fallen Order, the the Star Wars Fallen Order game. And I ran up to 
a group of enemies. And I guess the game didn't realize I was going to go that way or something. So one of them was T-posing and then saw me and like exited the T-pose and ran at me. Uh, it was great. <laughs> and then in Cyberpunk, uh, there was a group of people that I had to take out. And I was like, I'm going to go around these guys. And so I hop on a ledge and I'm going around the building. And I look out in the distance and they definitely, definitely did not expect me to go that way because you could see the, the objects in the distance like appear and disappear as I walked around the corner. <laughs> I was like, oh, they, they did not expect me to go that way. But to their credit, uh, I did not break the game and I was allowed to go that way past where they wanted me to and I was able to take out the enemies. So they did not I, like I put an invisible full wall. confidence. I have full confidence that this game will be good in like six months. I really do. I, I think that if they had been allowed to delay it one more time, that they would have been able to put the last layer of veneer on this thing and really put out something good. But uh, I think that they were pressured to get it out by the holiday season. Probably. There was also another uh, glitch I had, and we can talk about glitches for just a second, um, if you've experienced any. So there's a mission I was doing where I was the passenger in a car, and... As I said, I'm not uh, the the I'm not going the play type where I just rush in and shoot things. I'm kind of playing more of the you know hacking and trying to get around and be stealthy. Uh, but in this mission, you can't do that. So you're in the, you're a passenger in the car. You hop out and you just have a huge gunfight and stuff. It's annoying. It's I don't I don't like it. Uh, but I died, and when I respawned, and I loaded up the checkpoint, it did not put me in the passenger seat. It put me in the driver's seat inside the other person's body. <laughs> and so I'm looking around and I'm like literally seeing like the their rent like the eyeballs being rendered inside their head. <laughs> it was weird. And every Amazing. time I reloaded, it would put me back into the driver's seat where I would have that same view. So it never fixed itself. Uh, but I was able to. I was able to beat the mission. It wasn't game breaking. It was just silly. Uh, have you noticed any weird glitches? Um. So, as well as the the speed running tactic I mentioned earlier, uh, I've had multiple occasions where uh, my running animation has stopped happening, and I'm just floating across the ground. Um. I've had multiple instances of characters that have just started T posing and walking around with their arms flailed out. Um, there was a, a guy like was yelling at me, walked uh -huh. over to like a box and then just like rotated to where he was diagonal above the ground and was facing the, the, the down at the ground. Like he was looking over the box but he was still standing straight up. It's just that his entire body rotated and he was staring at the ground, yelling at me. <laughs> like, I, it, it's, it's always goofy shit like that, at least. Uh, oh, I've also had it where I can't throw grenades. Um, oh, like I go to, I go to aim to, to throw a grenade. And if I hold it down, uh, my guy just like, turned his shotgun backwards and just pointed the butt of the shotgun around. Um, uh, interesting. But so then if I, if I just tapped it, I could throw it. 
but I couldn't no, like hold an aim one. Oh, so just so you know, they did release a 1.05 uh, today, I believe, for, oh. the, for the updates. And uh, they did include optimized default core thread utilization for 4-core and 6-core AMD Ryzen processors. 8-core, 12-core, and 14-core processors remain unchanged and behaving as intended. The change was implemented in cooperation with AMD and based on tests on both sides, indicating that performance improvement occurs only on CPUs with six and less cores. So you have, I think, a eight-core, sixteen-thread, right? Correct. Uh, fixed an issue with the way raw input is collected. Removed the use of AVX instruction set, thus fixing crashes occurring at the end of the prologue. Uh, removed debug console to prevent functions that could lead to crashes or blocked flash. Ah, oh, come on. How dare they? Yeah, ray traced reflections should no longer seem too bright in comparison to the environment. And uh, removed the memory pool budget's CSV file, which was not connected with the final version of the game and had no influence on it. It, um, <laughs> it had no effect on how much memory was actually allocated perceived performance increase after editing the file may have been related to restarting the game so they've in they've increased some stuff off obviously they did a lot more in this patch than just that they also uh had multiple stability improvements including crash fixes but there was nothing um huge about that uh it did talk about some of the visual effects and gameplay effects were um People were like T posing and stuff, and they fixed some of those as well. So hopefully, after after a few fixes, I think it'll it'll be better. But right now, I'm gonna keep playing on the broken version. Really? Why? Yeah, it's funnier. Oh, okay. I like. Oh, my favorite one. My favorite one so far was I called for my car, and it drove through a steel box and crashed into a wall so it was still stuck partially inside the steel box and then it just flew out and in and hit me and then you died <laughs> no oh okay dang it it can't damage you it just <laughs> flew out and landed in front of me interesting like, well yeah. uh you know what i'm gonna ask our viewer if uh, if they want to type either in the comment or in our chat on Discord, which you can go to my Discord, it's linked down below. Um, you go to the podcast chat, or you can go on uh, my website and comment, or you can go comment somewhere else. What are some glitches that you've had in video games that you found interesting or funny? Because uh, glitches can be fun as long as they're not completely game breaking. Uh, like I got stuck somewhere. And I had to throw a grenade at myself in Cyberpunk to get out. Um, because, yeah, do you just jump around around shit in open world games? Is that just me? Uh, uh, yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, and I ended up between like a hospital bed and a chair, and I couldn't move. It wouldn't let me do anything until I like threw a grenade and one of them moved out of the way. So. Uh, that was fun. It was good times. Good times. Anyway, uh, that's basically our show for the day. I don't think we skipped any stories. If you like Cyberpunk, play it on PC. Don't don't play it on the Xbox One or the PlayStation Four. I guess the Series X and the PS Five are fine, but nobody has those. 
So just play it on the PC. Thanks for being here, Roa. No problem. Glad I was here. Me too. We will be back next week after Christmas, and we will talk about all of our Christmas presents. Thank you, and goodbye. Bye.